Hello, and welcome to Real-Time Resilience, a series of podcasts from ServiceNow that will explore key top-of-mind topics for CROs. In this three-part series, we will focus on operational resilience, DORA, and monitoring controls. Our experts will share their insights and learnings to help you navigate your IT risk management journey. Your host for this podcast is Michael Tang, Head of Financial Services, Industry Risk and Compliance, Go-To-Market, EMEA for ServiceNow. Michael will be joined by Rauda Salin, an Advisory Risk Solution Consultant at ServiceNow. This episode, they will explore the topic of DORA. It's time. Let's talk real-time resilience. Hello and welcome to the ServiceNow DORA podcast. My name is Michael Tang and I head up risk and compliance, go to market at service. And I'll be your host today. In this episode, we're going to deep dive into Dora, starting with the short introduction, and then discuss what the focus is for financial services firms now that the final Dora group has been finalized. I'm also joined today by one of my very distinguished colleagues, Raldus Sabin. Rauta is the Advisory Solution Risk Consultant for our Benelux region. Prior to working at ServiceNow, Rauta worked at Archer as a Solution Consultant. Rauta is very much a thought leader when it comes to risk, compliance and resilience. Also, Rauta is very passionate about helping our clients to understand the complexity and the demanding nature of regulatory risk management. So, the final agreement has been reached on the EU Digital Operational Resilience Act, otherwise known as DORA. Now, DORA represents EU's most important regulatory initiative when it comes to operational resilience and cybersecurity in the financial services sector. DORA will require firms to have a much broader view on the business of resilience with accountability, importantly, at the senior management level. DORA also applies to the vast majority of financial services firms operating in the EU and establishes rules on some of the key areas such as ICT risk management, incident reporting, resilience testing, and lastly, third-party risk management. In other words, DORA also establishes the world's first framework that allows the financial services supervisors to oversee critical ICT third-party providers, including cloud service providers. In our humble view at ServiceNet, we believe that DORA is a real game changer that will push financial services firms to understand how their ICT, ops, operational resilience, cyber and third-party risk management practices affect the resilience of their most critical functions, as well as developing new operational resilience capability such as scenario testing methods. Now, firms now face a 
24 month, two year implementation period to do this. That means by Q4 of 2024, the financial services supervisors will expect firms to be in full compliance with all of the DORA and new requirements. So in summary, firms should now conduct their gap analysis to develop a roadmap to design and implement an enhanced operational resilience framework by Q4 of 2024. In short, firms should also consider how DORA can act as a catalyst for how many, for how they manage that digital risk and how they understand that impact of operational disruptions on their business and customers. And now, I've talked a little bit in terms about the introduction to Dora, but let's really kind of get into the kind of weeds of it, right? Rather, I mean, in terms of what that final Dora agreement means for firms across each of the the five respective pillars, how do you, what do you understand from that? Hi, Michael. So let me give you a couple of thoughts that we've, uh, let's say, understood after reading the Dora agreement, and I won't go into too much details. I'll take so much time out of this podcast. From a first pillar perspective, the risk management requirements, a broader focus across critical business functions. So risk management framework puts, uh, let's say, the pressure on the firm's management to take full accountability for the management of the ICT risks, for setting up and approving the strategy from an operational resilience perspective, reviewing and approving the firm's policy on the use of third-party providers. And we'll see third parties are becoming a huge pillar or a very, uh, let's say, important aspect of the DORA that, let's say, the supervisory authorities have put within the five pillars. For example, the ICT risk management requirements falls in line with the EBA's ICT security and risk guidelines 2019 and EIOPA's ICT security and governance guidelines 2020. But with the DORA's supervisory powers, it will intensify the scrutiny that firms can expect to face. For example, the inclusion of the SIPs, which are their critical and or important functions, and map their assets and dependencies, and including them in the final door text, which is significant as it refines the focus throughout the framework, especially on incident reporting, testing, and again, third-party risk management. Also, the inclusion of the final door text is a requirement for firms to carry out, for example, business impact analysis based on their severe business interruption service uh, scenarios. Other words, firms will need to develop more sophisticated scenario testing across the board, whether it's the ICT asset processes, the systems, how they support this, um, the service delivery, and so on and so forth. The second pillar, which is the incident classification and reporting, the mostly the reporting framework is meant to streamline a number of existing incident reporting obligations that apply across the board to FS firms and the creation, let's say, of the new classification and reporting notifications framework. And it will challenge firms to improve on their ability to collect, analyze, escalate, and most importantly, disseminate data or information on the ICT incidents and threats. At the moment, when we discuss with our customers, we understand that not all possess the capabilities needed to assess the quantitative impact 
required under DORA, but then the text itself adds significant cyber threats to the list of events that firms must classify. However, reporting here is optional. Lastly, the ESAs are expected to prepare a joint report assessing the feasibility of centralizing incident reporting through a single EU hub for the incident reporting by firms, as well as streamlining the incident reporting expected to reduce the burden of complying with multiple incident reporting requirements within the financial industries. And then going to the testing and third parties, so from a testing DORA will require digital operational resilience testing for all firms, and uh, they need to conduct an appropriate set of security resilient testing across their systems and application on an annual basis to start off, and then show that they fully address any vulnerabilities identified by the testing. And from a third-party perspective, the requirements contain a number of contractual terms that firms must include in the ICT outsourcing contracts by Again, implementation deadline of the Q4 2024 and development of a multi-vendor strategy, of course, is an optional part, but it is, let's say, advised. Firms, again, must conduct assessments or risk assessments of all of their outsourcing contracts that support the delivery of their critical their critical functions. And let's say, it's, let's call the final pillar the oversight, uh, the CTPP oversight framework meaning that it equates to the first world, the world's first financial services oversight regime for third parties. That means that they, uh, the third parties are deemed critical and will be subject to, exp- to extensive supervisory powers that will allow the ESOs to assess them and ask them to change their security practices and sanction them if they don't. In short, this will push third parties or the CTPPs to demonstrate that they can improve resilience of their own operations that support financial services firms. Give it over to you, Michael. Brilliant. And, and that's a great answer. And I think when you talk about particularly those five pillars, and we also think of service now, that's going to be a massive game changer for how every financial services firm approaches operational resilience. Certainly, listen to here. Let me pose a second question to you in terms of where do you see the, what, what are the important, rather the, the DORA technical standards that are still coming from, from your experience and know-how, particularly when you're speaking to some of our key clients in Europe? So the key issue with DORA is how the new rules will work in practice, and they are delegated to secondary rulemaking, which is also, you know, like known as level two. And from what I understand, the ESAs are working together in joint form to develop these rules as RTS on implementing technical standards, which let's say, let's call call it ITS. For example, if you look at the CTPP framework, the European Commission will focus on developing two delegated acts, providing a list of all level two measures in the DORA. On key issue with the level two policy, there will be yet another 18 to 24 months of policy unclarity for the FS firms on key issues of the reporting and the rules and the scoping for the advanced resilience testing. I suspect during this period, many firms will need to grapple or let's say understand how their implementation will work and how they will initiate based on the previous level one text. Also, I'd like to point out FS firms should consider the consultative version of the RTS slash ITS 
When they are released, as this usually provides near-identical final text, which are adopted by the ESOs. So I guess in summary, it sounds like, you know, particularly on the level two policy, as you mentioned, there's going to be at least another what, 12, 18 months of policy uncertainty, and that's going to be hugely challenging for certain firms to, to certainly grapple with. And I guess that really kind of falls up really nicely to our third question. When do you think, rather, is a good time for financial services firms to really act then to ensure the DORA and fully compliant? Well, in my view, now that we have the DORA technical agreement finalized with, let's say, the caveats that we've mentioned earlier, it would be sensible for FS firms to have a strategy to start now and then plan for the implementation of the DORA. Having like reviewed and analyzed the technical agreement, in my humble opinion, it is a game changer for how FS firms approaches operational resilience. And you can ask me why, I will say it will push the firms to take a wider view of resilience and develop new capabilities and the following elements. The SIF identification, which is mostly identifying and tagging their critical functions that they have internally, reporting, impact measurements, testing, and DORA also will now be used as catalyst for FS firms to drive forward strategic change in how they manage digital risk moving forward. Also, at ServiceNow, by undertaking all of this work for implementing DORA within, let's say, a two-year period, it is a huge project in itself. Hence, ServiceNow has the industry know-how and end-to-end risk platform to tackle this, especially when you factor in what we talked about earlier is the level two technical standards, which are being finalized within the next two years. So you could use the platform to help you move from a maturity journey and also to be able to grapple with what's happening with level two policy that is coming out to do from a, let's say, a one to four kind of maturity and move on with the, let's say, the implementation of your DORA. And then we do actually believe that FS firms should be getting a jumpstart now before the implementation begins, as this will help firms prepare for DORA. And we do suggest the following two areas where firms should focus on. First, preparing themselves for increased regulatory scrutiny. And that means when DORA comes live, it will grant the EU supervisors uh, new and strong powers on digital resilience. And it is clear the dollar will not be a simple tick-in-the-box exercise. Firms will expect the regulators to develop robust supervisory frameworks to use their new powers to push firms to improve their ability to assess and enhance their operational resilience capabilities. Also, the FS firms should be preparing where multiple authorities, whether home, prudential, conduct, different supervisory objectives and priorities, on the impact of the ICT disruptions, and ensure keeping up with the expectations that are going to be more challenging. In terms of being prepared, FS firms should consider focusing on areas with DORA that require regular outputs that can be challenged by regulatory supervisors. Mostly, if you look at the new impact analysis requirements, there is a requirement to undertake resilience testing for systems supporting your SIPs on an annual basis. This will be a focus area what I just mentioned, the impact analysis requirements, as well as where DORA will push firms on the sensitivity of scenarios, sophistication of testing methods. Again, it's not going to be a tick in the box. You will have to show proof. 
and the granularity of the underlying system mapping, which ServiceNow or the technology and the tooling can help understand what is the underlying components from a dependency perspective to your SIFs. And of course, the remediation work and how you can present it from addressing the vulnerabilities. Secondly, being able to identify capabilities that need investment and development. So Dora and its new requirements will require investment in the risk and compliance frameworks on the following areas, ICT, cyber, third party, and again, of course, your remediations or your follow-up work on any vulnerabilities that have been identified. In other words, uh, FS firms will need to undertake a gap analysis based on the final requirements and the level one test, as well as the updated level two, which will be available in the next 24 months. So based, finally, I've been speaking a lot, based on our analysis here at ServiceNow, the DORA gap analysis should focus on the following. The ICT risk governance practices, the maturity of your incident and threat data collection and analysis capabilities, the level of scenario testing and, and severe scenario design, and of course, the integration of ICT outsourcing processes and data. Michael, given the above expectations, the regulatory supervisor will no doubt expect a large tier of the banks to have more developed capabilities within this space. However, what is certainly clear to us is firms will be challenged by DORA within the next two-year implementation period, which will start later this year. That's a brilliant answer. Well done. And I guess just to follow up on your comments on particularly those new impact analysis um, requirements for ICT risk management. I think particularly on that resilience testing for, you know, for system supporting SIFs, that's going to be, as you mentioned, that's going to be undertaken annually, and that's going to be hugely cumbersome to say the least, but also more importantly, to fully address those vulnerabilities identified and, and also focus on those kind of big areas for the firms. Okay, so thank you for listening today. This wraps up our podcast. If you want to hear more about operational resilience from a UK perspective, we also have the operational resilience uh, and podcast lined up for you all listeners. One particular spot where you'll find all of this information on Dora is on our ServiceNow website under Dora, detailing the solutions, the products, the platform, and of course, a demo on GRC. One call to action for all you fantastic listeners out there is that if you've liked and enjoyed this podcast, can I please ask you to rec recommend the podcast to your respective work colleagues. Lastly, I'd like to say a massive thank you to our distinguished guest, Raoul. Thank you very much. Thank you, Michael, for your time. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to learn more about the topic discussed in today's podcast, Download our white paper, Eight Key Strategic Insights on Dora, or visit the ServiceNow website. In the final episode of our Real-Time Resilience series, we will explore the topic of monitoring controls. Make sure to tune back in.